your first time in a helicopter? Welcome, you scruffy-looking nerf herders, to the Superhouse Podcast review of Solo, a Star Wars story. There will be spoilers, so beware. All right, guys. Are we ready? We're going to do this? Yeah. All right, Andrew, since, since you usually go last, what's your general thoughts on Solo? Better than The Last Jedi. Boom! Nice. Damn, it was going to happen, and we all knew it. Joey, general thoughts? Fun ride. Sweet, Stefan. A little rough around the edges, but I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Damn it, you stole my line. Ugh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Put that in there so you can steal it. No, it's fine. Um, no, I enjoyed it because that's all I have to say now because Stefan ruins everything. That's <laughs> true. All right, so uh, what did you guys think of Han Solo, the kid that plays him? Uh, Andrew. Yeah, so uh, I think... The operative phrase here is less is more. He's sort of kind of underacting, but it doesn't really doesn't really bother me all that much. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, he gets a passing grade from me, I guess. I mean, they probably could have found somebody better, honestly, but it, he didn't ruin the movie either for me. I don't know. Maybe that's too low of a bar, but yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Cool. Joey? I agree with Andrew pretty much. Um I thought he was fine. Like to try and you know look at look at was it Aldrin Alden? That's his name, Alden. Um, Alden Eidrich. Yeah, it's for to it's like, to try and uh, uh, you know liken him to Harrison Ford. Just you're, you're going to be disappointed, you know. To, really, to anybody yeah. to try and go for the you know who's ever going to be Han. Um. But I thought he did a fine job. You know, he kind of had his own take on Han. Yeah, I, I agree. The the acting was kind of like, you know, a little like he was kind of underacting, like Andrew said. Um, but I thought he was fine. Like I didn't, you know, he was fine. Sweet, Stefan. Um, I did you was, hear the question. Yeah, about uh, young Alden Ehrenreich or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I thought he did an awesome job carrying the movie. It was nice to see that. It seemed like he wouldn't, you know, you know, he couldn't nail Harrison completely 100%, kind of like what Joey was saying. He was able to carry it in his own right, and I thought he did a really good job. In the same way that, you know, like Hayden Christensen embodied Anakin and, you know, James Earl Jones as Vader or whatever. Um, there's kind of a, there's kind of a his own, his his way of doing it, and I liked that a lot. Like cool. Uh, oh, go ahead. If you do have more to say, I said I liked him. Oh, cool. Uh, um, I <laughs> when I was watching the movie, I was sitting there, <laughs> arms crossed, huffing and puffing, like you ain't no Harrison, you ain't no Harrison. And then by the time that movie ended, I went, "You're not a bad Han Solo. You're not great, kid, but you're pretty good." <laughs> Don't get um, clacky. So I'm, I'm I, yeah, I'm looking forward to other Solo films. I think just like me coming to terms, like this is going to be Solo now. You know, if he appears in any other film or anything else, this is the new Han Solo. And that, that's going to suck for some people, but, you know, I didn't think he was terrible. He could be a lot better. And, you know, you know, with the trouble that with Solo, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, he did a good job, you know. 
Um, and so I have one random question I just read about today. I'm going to ask you guys while we're on Han Solo topic. Did you like the way that Han Solo got his name? Because some people did not care for it when the guy goes, what's your name? Or he says right. the droid or the the Empire guy is like, uh, "Who's your? what's your family? You know, and he's like, I don't have any. And he's like, mm, Solo. Who's your people? Yeah. And um, so some some fans, I guess, are upset about it. I didn't really mind it. And I was just kind of like, that's kind of cool. I didn't see that coming. But I guess also that was one of the big, big factors of why they made the movie, just because Kasdan was like, wouldn't that be sweet? Or that, isn't that a cool idea? So I was wanting to run it by the Super House boys, see what y'all think. Andrew? Uh, I didn't hate it. Is this the scene that everybody's talking about? I, I've read yeah. some headlines, but I didn't know yeah. that that was it. So this is the one that everybody's bitching about. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, it's it's just okay. Solo. I, I mean, is there a better way they could have done that? I do think so. Does it ruin the movie? No. Does it ruin my childhood? No. It's fine. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Um, it's not the worst thing about the movie. You know, like I don't know. I I, I maybe it was them uh, focusing on the wrong things because that really shouldn't have been a priority. Where did he get his name? That's so interesting. No, it's not. So, uh, yeah, that's what I think about that. Uh, Joey, um, I didn't, I didn't mind it. Um, I thought they, they definitely, I pretty much agree with Andrew. Like they could have found a, maybe a better way to do it. Um, uh, but when I heard it, I definitely felt the screams of a million people. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I heard that, I was like, uh, okay. It, it, the entire Star Wars community just like just like groaned and it's like super pissed right now but me i was like i was like eh, maybe you guys could have done it better but whatever because it was so quick you know yeah stefan um at first i thought it was a little silly but i was just like i don't know it was a good after reading that kasdan thing it was a really good kind of emotional thing and i like that line where he's like who's your people and he says i don't have any people i was just like yeah <laughs> i know what's coming next yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they should have waited. Some, they should have waited somehow to it, instead of doing the credits the way that they did. They should have waited till he said, like right after he's like, "I have no people," or whatever. He's like Han, and then it should have been boom solo, and then the movie. <laughs> oh shit! I would have liked that. Um, <laughs> that's why I went to film school. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I honestly. Like I said, I didn't even really notice it. I was, and I thought when I was like after like the next scene after that, I was like still it was in the back of my mind. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like you just assume Solo has a family. And I like because of certain events that are that are foretold in Force Awakens. He's like, there's only now there's only one person carrying on his name like him, you know, and it's not even his real last. I just think that's kind of cool, like to think about where Han is like, I mean, what has happened in the newer films and stuff. So I don't know. I liked it. I didn't understand why everybody was getting so upset about it. I mean, I didn't really need Papa solo showing up in another solo film. <laughs> I like that. He's a loner. I don't really need people who are like, Han, you got to come back. We need you to go work on the farm. It's like, fuck that man. It's Han solo. He's got, he doesn't answer to anyone. He does what he wants. That's a Han solo. I know. <laughs> So, uh, next question is: We finally get to see his home planet, Corellia. What did you guys? What did you all think of that? 
Did you like the look of it? Did you expect something else? A little something a little grander? Andrew. Uh, I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I probably could have like, I wanted to see a little bit more of it, but I mean, it just seemed to be kind of like a seedy underground underbelly of a planet, like the, the shittiest part of the downtown area of your city made into a whole planet. And, uh, I liked it overall. I did get the kind of the feeling, you know, like this is in a lot of the Star Wars movies where the, the, the space is the, is in general is kind of like lawless almost like there's a lot of it is just unregulated so like I, it's mm -hmm. just kind of cool to see uh these these whole planets that are just like full of fucking criminals and to see han come from that kind of background is kind of cool and it kind of makes him makes it believable that he doesn't really trust anybody and and woody harrelson's character only makes it worse so uh I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I liked it overall. I liked the speed chase scene and all that. That was that was pretty cool. It was interesting to see, uh, like, a airport kind of scene where they need like a passport and IDs or whatever to fucking get on a ship to go somewhere. That was that was new I, in Star Wars, I think. So I don't know. I appreciated that. Cool, Joey. Yeah, dude, I liked it. I it definitely kind of. Um, shows where like Han came from to kind of make him be the way he is, you know, doesn't trust anybody. And is always, you know, uh, he's working with, uh, you know, we see him in the first star Wars. He's, uh, he owes Han or, uh, Jabba money, you know, and he's trying to get it to him. And, um, I like the fact that like in this, I'll just say this scene for now, this, this planet, um, like most of the creatures or aliens are all, uh, practical. You know, yeah. like the 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 whatever the the mama's name is, the one who like controls the whole like her mm -hmm. city or maybe the whole planet. You know, she's just like this worm with jewelry. You know, so that was pretty rad. Um, yeah, I thought it was cool. I, I mean, I hadn't really I hadn't really thought about it ever about oh, I wonder what Han's planet looks like. You know, I just I guess I'd never really heard much or really was ever described. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, all right, I'll buy this. I thought Curly was dope. It was great to see Han's home planet. Um, I wish we would have seen a little bit more of it. Like, I know that's where he's from is like the seedier side, but it might have been nice to have like a chase not within that city, that city limit of wherever he was living, just to get a different feel for what else Corellia looked like. But, you know, who knows? We might end up going back there in future films. But I thought it was cool. I got really excited when it showed up. I was like, oh shit, this is where Han's from. <laughs> So, coming up next, can't have Han without who else? Chewbacca. So, what were, uh, what were you guys' thoughts on Chewie? Andrew, go ahead. Yeah, I like the introductory scene. I, I like once he was dropped down into that pit. I was hoping it was going to be Chewie, and then I got my wish. And yeah. uh, man, I loved Han speaking Wookie, whatever their language is so called. So good. Oh man, that was like one of the highlights of the whole movie for me. I kind of wish he kept doing that, like throughout, because he only did it in the beginning. But uh, mm -hmm. like to see like an all muddy Chewy, uh, and then you know 
takes a fucking shower with them. And then, and then, you know, you get, you know, maybe it's Maybelline Chewy for the rest of the movie. <laughs> That's the <laughs> Chewy I want. I mean, I, I, I loved it, man. I, I thought this was, honestly, this is the best showcase of Chewy out of any of Ever. the movies. They, they've done, yeah, they've done a good job with them in, in these, in the rebooted trilogy so far and all that. But uh, I think this was kind of the highlight really was this one and i wish that they would I, honestly i wish that there was more of a callback to the uh christmas special with all instead of saving i wish it was a whole plot point i wish that like they were saving like uh some of his family or something like like that, that you saw no, no one wants to remember the christmas special dude I, if they did that like written well i i don't know man i i, I, w- I would appreciate that and just have like a whole like like <laughs> big ass scene of just them talking and, and subtitles. But if it was things. his family, he probably would have left with them, wouldn't you think? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 just dreaming here. I don't know. I don't know how it would be done. <laughs> but uh yeah, Chewie done really well in this movie overall. Uh no complaints really whatsoever, other than I just wanted more. Sweet, Joey. I thought he was great. Um I like it was cool, like on the seen later later in the film not not too much later but they're uh doing a mission and it's like hairs blowing in the wind and it looks great like he looks awesome yeah um it was cool seeing him like you know being cat like you know being captured down there and like super muddy and him and han becoming friends right there uh yeah i thought it was cool sweet um i'm just gonna go ahead and go since stefan's bounced for the moment um Cool. Yeah, I, I really love the moment where uh, Han meets Chewie for the first time when uh, he gets thrown in the pit, and they say he's gonna have to fight him. They throw him in with a monster, and I thought the shit was awesome, so good throughout the movie. Um, and it makes me sad that the Last Jedi didn't utilize him more because he's so great in this movie. Um, but, but I could always handle have more Chewie in my movies. Cool. The next the next round is just. I just called it All Them Scoundrels. And this is a part for you guys just to tell me other characters you really liked throughout the movie. Um, get to someone later on, but this is for like kind of supporting cast, some people who only make it for the first half of the movie, or, you know, and you guys know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Andrew, go ahead. Who are your favorite, uh, you know, people in the movie that weren't Han, Chewie, Lando? Oh, that weren't. Okay, yeah, okay. Lando was going to be one, but uh, yeah, uh, the f- forearm dude, Rio. What's his name? Yeah. I John like Favros, th- who did the voice. Is that? Yeah, I, I thought that was who that was. Uh, he was great. Uh, I had to see him go. <laughs> but yeah. uh, of course, uh, Woody Harrelson is one of my favorite actors of all time, and he was also great in this one. I kind of, you kind of could tell what was going to happen between him and Han Solo going into this movie as far as like uh, him showing uh, he's kind of showing Han how bleak the world can be I guess how the universe can be uh, so and it only makes it worse as time goes on and and I did see him becoming a traitor near the end kind of a mile away but uh, I still appreciated that but uh, I, yeah he was great and also Paul Bettany also one of my favorite actors he is a fucking great villain, man. I mean, he's great vi- as Vision, but he just—I don't know, man. He—I could have used more of him too. He was—he was really great. So probably those two guys are my top two, and then Rio was under them, 
and also Tandy Newton, of course. I like that whole crew. They were great. Tandy Newton leaves us a little bit too early in the movie, and uh, that kind of sucks. But uh, other than that, uh, who else we got here? Um, other than those other people, the, uh, the ones that we can't mention right now. Oh, I was just saying, we can move on to Joey if you can't think of Okay, him. yeah, let's, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> um, Joey? I, I like the Marauders. I yeah. thought the Marauders were pretty cool. Like oh, the yeah, Ed yeah, Marauder, yeah. like uh, his slash her helmet um, yeah. is great. Like, uh, like, like they're like speeder bikes or whatever were rad. Um, like Woody Harrelson was cool, was a cool character. Like the way he like was a, the way he like was shooting his guns. Like 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 a rad, cool ass gunslinger was dope. Um, uh, let's see, like yeah, his crew was good. I liked, um, I liked seeing the um, again when like Lando and Han are uh, in their first card game. There's like all these like awesome looking like aliens around, They're, like super cool man. Yeah. Like the one, there's one dude he's just like a big eyeball with like you know just like one eyebrow and it's like you know pointed down like a V like he's mad and all these other like practical like aliens that just looked awesome. And my last one will be, I think I'm saying this right, L337. Uh, who was the... Yeah, L3. We'll say L, L3. Who was the... Do you guys know the voice of L3? I thought it might have been... Um, it's some it's some Brianna British Tarth, lady, but... Uh, actress. It's not her. Yeah, I thought it, w- it seemed too weird to her to be in two movies like that. Um, but she was great. She's just like <laughs> telling her robots, like, go help your friends, you know, go help your friends get free or whatever. And that one like robot just runs over and just like freedom <laughs> just starts knocking off the little like uh, controllers off the, the, the other robots. And then just like go wild and start crushing shit. But uh, yeah, li- I like the Marauders L37 or L3, whatever her name is. Her name was Phoebe yeah, L337. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what she's from. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just saw our IMDb link. Is that all you got, Joey? Yeah. Yeah. Stefan, your favorite scoundrels. Um, yeah, just... I liked the I liked the gang right at the beginning. I loved the little uh, the little four armed guy. I forgot what his name was. Rio. 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 Yeah, he was awesome. So. He had that he had that great line when he was um he's like uh so-and-so was right don't die alone kid <laughs> and he dies and sadly enough jump to the future han more or less does die without somebody well i guess with his son but damn <laughs> um oh, but yeah they, they were uh they were good i like the marauders the look of them a lot and uh yeah, I pretty much liked everybody in the gang. I liked Kira a lot. I thought um, what's her face did a really great job. Totally forgot her name. Amelia Clark. Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. I thought she was awesome as a Kira character, and she had she had good dimension to her. Um, they were all pretty good, and L three was the shit, man. It was awesome uh, seeing her do her thing and like salvage parts. Sweet. Um, all right, cool. Yeah, I liked uh, the Marauders. I thought were dope. I love all the masks and the outfits. Uh, everything Joey is saying about um, uh, all the creatures that are in this movie, especially in the car playing scenes, are awesome. Um, what else do we get? I like the first crew, too. I felt like they went a little too soon. I would have liked for Tandy Newton to stay around uh, just to uh, <coughs> see her and um, 
yeah. Woody's character development and stuff. But that doesn't mean that we won't get like you know they could show up again somewhere else, <laughs> some uh, other moment in time. Yeah, I mean it seems like everything's kind of going backwards, forwards, and I'm down for whatever they want to do. Um, Kira was awesome. I I like Paul Bettany, but I did not care for the the design of the character because uh, originally it was played by uh, Michael K. Williams from The Wire, mm-hmm. and he was a CG alien character, and oh. I don't know what the I don't know what Damn. that design looked like. But I'd be very interested just because... I did like, though, in Paul Bettany, when he got mad, his scars would flare up and get redder. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's cool, but it's like, what if he turned into... Like, I don't know, man. I just... I don't know. It's Star Wars, man. You can make up all kinds of aliens, dude. And I was really psyched when he was playing the character, and I knew he was CG. But then they couldn't get him back because of some other involvement with something to reshoot the stuff that Ron Howard had to do, so... You know, I'd be very interested to see, um, like, what his character was supposed to look like. But Paul Bettany did a great job. I just wish they would have maybe done a little more with his look. Because when I just look at him, I'm like, oh, it's Vision, it's Paul Bettany. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah I, come on, Star Wars, give me something a little more. I definitely would have liked to see seen them with the scars going red and his eyes being bloodshot. Like, you know, as you got, like, towards the end of the film, when things get crazy, yeah. like, it to get redder or maybe bleed or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, really give me a little more, but... It's not a fully realized concept. Yeah. Yeah. But, and then I, you know, I think he was, but he was a fine villain. I think he worked for this movie. I don't, I didn't really want, he wasn't someone I was like, I need this guy to stick around. We didn't forget about him. His name's Lando. He's played by Donald Glover. What'd y'all think? All right, so, uh... I liked him a lot. I think that uh, that guy is fucking super talented. He can really do no wrong, uh, Donald Glover. And uh, I, I like the fact that they're both, you know, he and Han are like, it's like you could say thick as thieves, you know. They're both thieves. They're both cheaters. They've, they've both grown up in environments where they have to be. And uh, I, 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 I like that kind of uh, combination of the two and... I'm. I'd be really excited. I am really excited for the inevitable Lando movie. Uh, him cheating with the cards was great, and his scenes with L three were fucking great. Um, the, all the different capes and all that was were really cool. And uh, yeah, could have done a little bit more with him as well. I, I kind of like how it ended with a, another uh, uh, Sabak game. That was that was cool. I thought as well. Yeah, man. I thought. Uh, I thought. Uh, on. Uh, Lando was great. Um, Donald Glover did a great job. I love that they, you know, they kept the hand thing. He's called him hand. Um, just yeah, the way yeah. he like, just the way he played the character, you know, that, that sort of, that sort of suave, you know, with the, you know, and he, he had his capes, you know, he had to look, you know, really, you know, dapper. Um, and uh, yeah, the stuff with L, with L3 was great with him. Uh, you know, he kind of had his own little like partner in crime, like Han and Chewie. He's got L3. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Sweet. Stefan? Yeah, I thought he did a great job. I like those moments where you could kind of catch where he was doing the Billy D. Williams kind of effect in his voice, saying, Han, yeah. or, you know, like drawing something out a little bit longer. <laughs> like, <laughs> he did a really good job of, of embodying that character in, I'd say, a better way than uh, Alden Ehrenreich did for Sol- Han Solo. But, you know, it was subtle and. Um, 
uh, Donald Glover was able to make this kind of his own as well. Um, I liked the little kind of like galactic pansexual <laughs> like little references <laughs> they're making about like the robot him and Al three had kind of like subtle hints towards them having some kind of like romantic or physical relationship with one another. She said something like, you're going to have to do that thing some, that, you know, you know, I like or something like that. And then he makes us like rolls his eyes or something. Um, and then she says, has that line where he's talking to Han, they're going back and forth. And she's like, well, if you're done flirting, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, sit down, baby, <laughs> whatever. So it seemed like a very progressive representation of, of his character. And it was kind of cool. He's just a man about the galaxy. <laughs> he was a badass. He was really great. I love the environments that you found him in and the his friends and everything. I loved the style in which he kept the the Falcon and his cape room and everything. It was an awesome job. It was a really great casting. Uh, agreed with what everyone said. Um, I thought Don Glover was great as Lando. I think this is kind of what you want from your actor to like give those subtle nods to the actor that play, is, played him later you know, or before. Um, and I think he did a great job of that while giving some of his own personality into it as well, um, which was cool. Uh, and I loved all the L3 stuff that Stefan mentioned earlier. It sounded like that stuff was so cool. Just uh, just the coolness of Lando was, you could tell as soon as you, you saw the first Lando shot, when you see him, you're like, that dude's cool as fuck. Can't wait to see what happens. Um, one of my favorite moments uh, and... Uh, in the movie is when L3 is talking to Kira about her relationship with Lando. thought that was hilarious and I laughed the entire time. When she's like, it'll never work out. Because, you know, and I thought that scene was really great. So, I think Andrew is going to touch on what I'm about to touch on. Oh, I just want to say before we move on to the next uh, subject here, I love the line that was in the trailer where he's like, everything that you've yeah. heard about me is true. And I, yeah. I think that's a really cool line because he seems like he's the kind of guy, even if there's bad rumors about him, he just likes that people are talking about him. You know, <laughs> I think it's, he'll just take anything. Like, it's uh, maybe even connected to the pansexuality or something. Like, he just doesn't give a shit, which I think is really cool. It's like, whatever you heard about me, it's true. Whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> so I, I, I think that was such a fucking smooth-ass line. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Stefan, you're probably going to have to help me out with this next one, but when they take L3's brain out and put it into the Millennium Falcon, uh, do you know, like, what's the line, the uh, the line from Star Wars that said, that C-3PO says? Oh, it says, I don't know where this, uh, where this, uh, where this ship learned to communicate, but it has a very strange dialect. And uh, yes. that's like... That shit is sick. It's so good because it's like... Um, it's so good because it just it's such a subtle thing that's so far overarching because mm-hmm. um, then you're like wait what the fucking falcon has like a like some kind of brain in it or some kind of soul essentially in it that we've yeah. been lo- you know it's it's and, and that whole thing in the article about Lawrence Kasdan or, or them talking about L3 whatever one of the articles when you guys posted um, uh, they talk about how you know, it's like that's what makes the Falcon special, or that's you know, it's a new revelation of something that makes the Falcon special. And I thought that was really cool, um, especially that they, you know, it, it seems like almost coincidental that it connects. It seems almost coincidental that it connects with that line in some way. Like it was almost like kind of a stroke of luck, um, but at the same time, you know, if that that is, you know, they went back and looked at it and 
decided that that was a key moment or something. It was just really surprising and really cool. That's one thing I really like about Solo is all the little things that kind of happen in it that you don't expect. This could easily have been a throwaway film and just been like, all right, whatever, I've seen Solo's beginnings. But there's little tidbits in this movie that are so good like that and something we'll talk about later on. But it, then it makes me think, is Han pilot or is L3 of it? Like how much can she control of the Falcon? She's just basically like Who the, she's basically like the greatest GPS you could possibly mm-hmm. have on your phone. <laughs> yeah, um, I think I think both Chewie and Han that that scene where it shows them at getting into the groove and flying together. Um, probably yeah. to jump. I'm back. 190 uh, years old. <laughs> yeah, probably to jump back. That was probably my one of my favorite Han and Chewie scenes um, that I missed. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, one thing I really liked was seeing the handles of the Falcon because if you look at the old movies, it just looks like they're kind of pressing buttons. <laughs> Oh, right. You know, right. And hitting switches, so that was awesome. Oh, well, that'll lead us into the next question. What'd y'all think about the Millennium Falcon's design? Because it's not the one we know from Star Wars, A New Hope. All right. I, this this really sucks on my part, but I think I, like, went down to drink my fucking drink or something, and I missed the fucking shot where it <laughs> knocks off the piece. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? In the front? <laughs> yeah. It like, doesn't knock off, he ejects it. Is that what happens? I fucking missed that, dude. Yeah. I was looking forward to it the whole time. Yeah, he ejects it to get the attention of that creature, the maw, whatever they were called. Oh, yeah. I might have seen that, but maybe yeah. I didn't put and two and fo- two together or something. Yeah, it follows into that um, black hole or whatever their the gravity vortex they were falling into. Right, which is a similar thing that happens in uh, Star Trek 2009 or something. Yeah, and it jettisons <clears throat> weight and everything, yeah. Yeah, um, the design was great. It was really cool to see it new and fresh and clean and <laughs> to see the fucking Han destroy the fuck out of it. Uh, I've always <laughs> liked that idea of, like, uh, like if you were to take, like, a beat-up fucking, like, Dodge Dart from 1978 or whatever the fuck <laughs> back to caveman times, they'd be like, what is this magical device? You know, but to us, it's a piece of shit. And then to everybody else in Star Wars, it's the Millennium Falcon is a piece of shit, but it's Han's piece of shit. You know, like it's fucking his baby and it does have a good engine under the hood. So <clears throat> everything else, it just kind of it just looks bad on the outside to everybody in the story. And uh, I don't know, I, I've, I've I, I like to see the progression of what happens with that, because it seems like. I, you know, like we see in the movie, as soon as he gets it, it turns to shit. But uh, other than that, other than the piece falling off and it being cleaner, there's not really any other changes, right? Well, I guess L3, but uh, that's not cosmetic. Yeah, I just, I thought it was a different. I didn't expect when they were making this movie for it to have any kind of different look. So when it was revealed that it had like that whole piece that I never knew existed, I was like, this is pretty sweet. There's right. going to be a story to tell. There's a reason it's missing that piece. Right. You know, now the current incarnation of the, but Joey thoughts on uh, the design. Uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. You know, just kind of seeing it brand new and seeing how it got to the Millennium Falcon as we know it. I thought it was cool to see. Um, I yeah, I don't have too much to say about it, but it was just cool to see the progression. Cool, Stefan. Um, the first time I saw it, I was like, bullshit, this is going to suck. This is awful. <laughs> this is so stupid. And then, and then I saw a review of the toy, the, the toy review for the new Millennium Falcon that came out. Um, a little tidbit, it's smaller than any other 
uh, Millennium Falcon that's been released, which is stupid. And they, <laughs> yeah, they have they have a whole thing where the the front part detaches the and like the toy you open it up and you could just lay a figure down and close it. It's like so dumb. So I was like, so in the movie, I was just like, oh, I'm still kind of not into this, but I'm like, there'll be a good moment. There'll be a good moment as to what that thing is or why they're gonna use it. And then when it finally happened, I was like, that's kind of a cheap moment to just get to where we were with the Falcon. But I'm like, you know, thinking what Andrew said about seeing Han just totally fuck the ship up. I'm like, I'm like, okay, I like that. I think that's pretty cool. Um, initially, I think it looks pretty dumb. I like the Falcon how we've known it. Um, so I'm glad that piece of shit escape pod is gone. And I thought it was well used to get rid of that monster. Um, so... <laughs> You know, and it was funny that the satellite dish got knocked off in this one too. <laughs> so yeah. they probably, they've probably probably been through thousands of those by now. Yeah. So the Millennium Falcon toy is basically the new one. Doubles as a carrying case, basically. You just throw your toy in there. Yeah, he's flying now. Kind of, it, you know, it's it's the. I watched the guy review it. Yeah, it's it's. You can fit like three figures in it. It's stupid. Are they, they like sit in chairs, or is it just like you just toss? They them in sit there and in, so they sit in down. chairs in the cockpit. Oh, okay. They'll sit in a chair, and but the cockpit opens from the front. You know, you, it doesn't like mm-hmm. really lead in. It opens from the top, and then there's just like a compartment in the back, which makes no sense just for like, it looks like sleeping quarters or something. And then there's the, then there's the escape pod compartment. So there's like places for three figures. It's really not a super amazing okay. toy. The one they released for the force awakens, um, was really good. Uh, but anyway, uh, <laughs> in yeah. the movie, I'm like, I'm like, whatever. And then the, I hate the color scheme in the, the just the blue clean look. Um, but like Andrew was saying, it was cool to see it like really nice and clean and especially on the inside. Um, there's a great video floating around. If you look it up, I think I forgot who did it, but it's Donald Glover walking through the Millennium Falcon, giving kind of a tour of it, and it's really amazing. Yeah, nice. I think it was through Disney, Tape room. like Disney XD or something. Yeah. Oh something. yeah, yeah. I didn't. I I like the design, and I was just kind of waiting for the moment. I think all of us are waiting for like, how the fuck's he gonna lose the front of that ship? When's <laughs> when's it gonna become the Falcon? I know. Um, and then he destroyed everything about it. <laughs> Which I thought was great, hilarious, um, and you know it makes me think of uh, you know the the OG trilogy. Why did he never clean it? Like it's so dirty compared to the way we see it here. It's, it's probably, disgusting. It's probably, I don't want to sit in those seats, guys. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably inconspicuous uh, to be flying around with that thing, looking like a junker. You know, it's for a spice uh, smuggler. Probably makes I sense guess, for it to but be it's like, the Millennium yeah. Falcon, dude. Everybody knows that ship, or yeah. they should know but, it. But they all think it's a piece of shit anyway, except for who who's flown it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Here we're gonna we got. I'm gonna do favorite scene. Andrew, go. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I gotta say, like I said before, it was the uh, the pit with Chewie, and then he starts speaking uh, Wookie. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- yeah. I just love that scene, man. I could have I could have had a whole lot more of that. Um, and you see his um, see Chewie's strength a lot in this movie as well, not just in that scene, which is cool. And fucking a, he's ripping a fucking arm off in another scene. <laughs> I was yeah. like. Damn, Disney is not pulling any punches with this character, dude. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely the pit, that initial pit scene, I guess, I would have to say. Joey? I th- I think I liked the up uh, the robot uprising scene. In there. <laughs> yeah. I think I had I think I I enjoyed that scene. Um, there's so much in this in this movie that just looks great. Like there's some, just some cool stuff in this movie. 
But I think overall, I think I enjoyed that scene the most. Cool, Stefan. Um, I really, really enjoyed the train scene, the, uh, all the stuff going on that rail, and then the mm-hmm. marauders coming after him, and then the stormtroopers with the magnetic boots and detaching the couplers and stuff. To, um, I thought that was all good. I was really sad to see Tandy Newton bite the dust so quickly. Um, but it did play to the whole, like, to Woody Harrelson's character, his kind of like, oh, well, there goes another one. Find another one, you know. Um uh, and my runner-up would probably be uh, oh, it was just in my head. I forgot uh, when they meet uh, Lando in the in the cantina. That place just seemed like the one uh, Maz Kanata's place seemed like very rustic and very comfortable by comparison to the one where they met Lando that cantina, and it mm-hmm. just seemed grimy as fuck. I was like, this looks dangerous, and that shot is so iconic, even just after the movie came out of Han kind of his silhouette leaning over all those criminals. It's like, that could be a painting, you know, by Caravaggio and just be like the Han Solo at Soto Cantina, 1847. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got all my times in my artists all out of whack. Fuck myself. Anyway, that was probably my, <laughs> it was so good though. I really, I honestly, it felt like it dragged a little bit here and there, but I just really, fucking enjoyed it and maybe it's just star wars maybe i'm just a fanboy but i was in i'm in we'll we'll yeah. no no uh my favorite scene i'm surprised no one said it the fucking castle run <laughs> oh yeah damn it ties it all together he did it yeah. <laughs> um i thought that scene was great it was great to see it because you've heard about it you hear about it you know it comes up again and again and it was nice to see it but i also agree with all your guys' choices, too, I thought the Chewy meeting we talked about earlier, fucking dope. Love the robot uprising. It's a very fun moment that turns into a very sad moment, but very <laughs> but awesome. And um, then uh, I also thought that uh, fight on the train was sick. Um, them trying to boost that, uh, god damn it, what's, the fuck, what's that shit called? <laughs> Fuel. Unobtainium. Yeah. coaxium it was called coaxium yeah yeah. Yeah, um i thought that shit was dope because it's it's like a solo's a heist movie you got to see a height you got to see it try to go down um but yeah there's those are some really very very good scenes so now we're moving on to what didn't you like andrew uh i think more like kind of broad strokes kind of shit like it it kind of does feel somewhat uneven and honestly i think i need to see it an, again to really pinpoint what's off about it but the two directors thing it's just yeah you can kind of see it it's not as bad as uh what you call justice it league? The, justice league it's not as bad as that no but way. it's it's uh it's definitely there it's it's somewhere i don't know i i wish i could be more specific with this but um also uh it kind of seems like uh, the villain is more of a almost like an afterthought. He doesn't really become really yeah. a villain until like late in the movie. Although I like it. Here's the thing: I'm talking story wise, right? I'm right. I loved his performance, but as for script from a script writing perspective, that character does not really drive the story until the end. It kind of felt like, uh, as far as being the antagonist to the protagonist. And uh, what else we got? Um, they should have. It got a little messy with Han's character arc, in so far as he's 
what's the best way I can say this? It doesn't seem to be that big of a deal when he shoots Woody. Like, whenever he... like. He, maybe he should have even been more, even more bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the beginning, and then we start to see his turn into becoming this kind of man of the man of the world, man of the universe in Star Wars. You know, like somebody that is more realistic and well, this- pessimistic and all that. Like, and that's all because of this Woody character. I, I think stuff like that was kind of weak in the movie, and it's because this. This movie got fucking lost in the shuffle. It, you know, two directors, reshoots, all this kind of shit. That's what happened. And they, they made a good one, in my opinion, at the end of the day. But I think it does suffer from those kinds of things. All right, Joey. <clears throat> is this movie marketed as a heist movie? Or like, yo, it's a heist movie. This is, like, has it been marketed that? Like, Not really. Not really. Okay. Because <clears throat> I don't really see it as a heist film at all. I understand they have to go get something. And they go get that thing, just like I mean, any it does other say movie. say we're putting together a job or something. Sure, it's like a job. It's not necessarily yeah. a heist movie. So I hear a lot of a lot of people saying it's like a heist movie. I'm like, eh, I don't see that. Um, but I, I think Andrew had some good points. Um, I, yeah, it's it's hard to see like Han become that sort of like shoot first guy at the end. Like where like sort of where that transition happened. I know he did get. Um, you know, he, he did get uh, stabbed in the back by uh, Woody Harrelson's character. Um, but I guess at the end, he was just kind of like, I guess, I guess it's it's you or me. So I'm, you know, I guess I'll just go ahead and shoot first and just call it a day. Um, but as far as like the whole movie, man, I, it's just, it's a, it's a good film. There's just, I feel like there's something that's just like, you know, and I don't know, it, it's probably a lot of the, like the reshoots, the two directors, um, there's something missing that's just making it uh, a great film. Um, and I can't pinpoint it. Um, m- maybe a host of things. Uh, but I-, I really enjoy it. I can't really think of anything that I really uh, can say that I disliked about the film. You know? Something that was like a real, just like, ah, I didn't like that. That's something I don't like. Um, yeah, I honestly can't. I can't. I can't pinpoint it. Cool. Stefan. Um, just before I say that, I do want to say one of my favorite scenes was the trench warfare stuff when Han was serving for the Empire. Um, mm-hmm. All that stuff was great. Again, the wars, baby, is what we're talking. It was some wars. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to dislikes. Uh, absolutely none. It's a Star Wars film. hundred percent great movie all the way. <laughs> just kidding just kidding um, just kidding i uh i i just you know i really one thing you know and it might just be nitpicky but i really disliked the little intro text bits right before it was seemed too cheesy and pulpy and too like rushy into this is what's happening now you know i feel like that could have been done a little better um i i uh what else did i dislike you know it just seemed slow near the beginning of the third act it seemed like it started dragging I thought the reveal of the Marauder being that young girl who I'm guessing she was talking about her mother and stuff. Is she Tandy Newton's character's daughter? Th- that I did. That's what I thought, yeah. but I, I yeah, don't think she is. There's, there's a connection there somehow, and so it made more motivation for, like, the Marauders were maybe trying to get her back, but she sacrificed herself, but she would have known. I don't know. That was kind of weird. That seemed like a big hole 
um, in it, and it seemed really rushed into that point. Um, like what Maddie said with Paul Bettany's villain, it seemed like he was kind of, or which one you guys forget, but he was kind of an afterthought in terms of his design. Um, I did like that he had this like temperament issue. That was kind of cool. Um, what else did I dislike about it? Um, you know, I guess for just like a few things, I, I, I didn't like the, uh, the, yeah, a lot of the storytelling, just like the mucky storytelling. I, I feel like it was a really simplistic kind of execution for a Han Solo outing or a Star Wars movie um, kind of like stays in the shallow waters for the most part. But, you know, it has its moments, and I think for, I don't know, I can't think of any other dislikes, so I'm starting to get into, like, praising it again. Um, I'm, sure there was, I'm sure there was other things because it is, it is, it is kind of a messy movie and like what andrew was saying with like character motivations and stuff they seem just kind of like slapped on the barrelhead like take it for what it is and sometimes that's okay with me and other times i'm kind of rubs me the wrong way oh the one thing i at first disliked was when right before han met chewy was it was just the rancor scene feed him to the beast you know and like mm -hmm. i was like are we are they really mining it it's like this is very force awakens are they really fucking that you know whatever but it turned out to be something i did like but at first, you know, maybe it's just a spin on that whole thing as a Star Wars convention. But we've got to be careful with those conventional things because we're going to end up just carbon copying the movies. Invent new shit. Well, some people didn't like it when, both, when big things were done in a new Star Wars movie. And they're like, whoa, much. As it's too different. You destroyed everything, everything I loved in my childhood. So yeah. make it safe. But then people complain that it's too safe. So... <laughs> I don't think there's a middle ground in Star Wars. It's well, it's going to be love or hate well, for every film that comes as out. As with everything yeah. Star Wars, there needs to be a balance. So I think that's true. <laughs> I think that's true for the execution of these films. They got to fucking a balance yeah. in the bars. Well, I, that Solo is a little rough around the edges, and for Solo movie, it, it worked for me. Like the, the overall, I don't really think. I mean. Paul Benny's character thought could have, like I said before, could have, they could have done something more with him. He could have been, I don't know. I mean, I went to this movie to see Solo, so I wanted to see Han do stuff. Um, none of the stuff about him, like, shooting first. Uh, I feel like people think Han Solo is a big dumb, a big idiot, and he's not. Uh, at no point did I think he wouldn't be able to shoot first or learn from what he was being told. Because I feel like if you're a good you know thief or just you know you live in that world you got to catch on real quick and i think han solo does and i think maybe it's a little bit you know it's a little bit in the acting but at no point was uh, uh kill woody it's gonna happen dude like you know and the just the way he killed greedo he doesn't wait around for bullshit you know i thought it was a great it's almost an indiana jones moment too just to yeah. say when the guy's swinging the sword around he's like nah fuck this <laughs> you know so uh <laughs> You know, and I, I love that, like, because Woody Harrelson's character through the whole thing has these big, it's like, he's always teaching this kid something, and Han's like, man, I've learned. Bam! You gone, sucker. Yeah. I don't need Woody to stay around. I don't need to see him in the next film. I'm ready for the Han, Chewie, Lando adventures. Um, you know, uh, I just, I, like, I mean, you killed off the rest of his crew. He's going this movie. I don't need him sitting around for the rest of it. Um... But yeah, I don't really think too much bug me. I mean, I get everyone's gripes for sure. Um, 
But <laughs> you know, at the end of the, the when I first walked out of it, I was like, man, I don't know. That doesn't really feel it. Like it's like, was that a Star Wars movie? Do I even know what I'm what a Star Wars movie is anymore? <laughs> Who am I? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, basically. And then like the more I thought about, it, I was like, that was a fun movie. And if I had any complaints with the Last Jedi not feeling like a Star Wars movie. Solo does feel like a Star Wars movie. It hits all those notes that I love from my nostalgia. I get all the references, <laughs> you know, and I love that. That makes me feel good when I see a movie. Not to say that I don't want to see more stuff in the Star Wars universe that pushes stuff away from the Skywalker, the Solo stuff, but I'm fine with going back in time too, man. We didn't get a lot of... We haven't had a lot of Star Wars movies, and it makes it makes me upset when people are like... I don't know. They're just kind of going to be bad now. They're making too many of them. It's like, dude, we only had three for the longest time. Yeah, you remember yeah. that shit when you were a kid? You're like, I guess I'll just watch A New Hope again. Yeah. Guess I'll just do oh, Fine, I'll just watch the rest of them. And then you remember how excited we all got when the prequels were coming out? Oh, man. We were so psyched, right? We are going to get three more Star Wars movies. And those sucked. <laughs> Lucas so, is I don't know. In my opinion, with your money, people. His sad little man tears. Oh my god, he has so much of it. I hate you. So does Disney. Um, okay, cool. So, so before we wrap all this up, the holy shit moment in fucking Solo, I did not see coming. And if anyone of you says you did see it coming, I think you're liars and cheats. An asshole. Darth Maul motherfucking shows up as part of the Crimson Dawn talking to Kira. What the fuck, Andrew? Go. <laughs> yeah, it kind of blew my mind. I was like, holy shit. I think I even like audibly said something in the theater like that. Uh, so he is training her to be like him or what is going on with their relationship? Is that even like what can we glean? from? Damn, this? someone needs to watch Clone Wars animated series and Rebels to get <laughs> caught up. Oh, was that so it's all covered there? Oh, yeah, no. dude. They're tying them universes together. Well, God damn. Well, not with like, Kira, yeah, but... Yeah, not uh, with Kira, but you, we find out how Darth Maul is alive. Okay, but as far as him and Kira, is is she training to be a bow staff lightsaber We don't know yet. Wielding? Okay. Yeah, we don't know yet. No, he's not, he's, not, he's not a Sith at this point. He's just a trainee? So when Darth Maul dies, he's not a Sith anymore. He's just he's just a guy that can wield a lightsaber. He's for, he's a Force user, right? He's a crime. He's part of the Crimson Dawn. He does a crime syndicate now, okay. but he can still wield a lightsaber because he's he was trained. But he's and, not like a random like Sith anymore. He, yeah, you know, he's, he's not, not part of the he's not part of the rule of two or anything. Okay, gotcha. So. She is going to be. How did she? So it's not even explained, right? That she, how she got mixed up with him. You got to find that out later, and like what their ultimate. Well, yeah, there's going to be two films done with the solo story. There's yes. I mean, that's his love of his life. Second would be Princess Leia. So, right. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I just I I liked it a lot. I just that scene left me with so many questions. But, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. I mean, I thought it was cool, of course. I mean, fucking Darth Maul, he was the coolest part of the sequels, really. Yeah. I mean, prequels. Hey, Kira's stuff is all new to everyone. Okay, all right. I just didn't know. Is all right, I, I'm done. <laughs> okay, um, I, yeah, I totally didn't expect it. Like, this is the first time that we've seen something from the animated series, uh, like, you know, move over into the film world. Like I was, I was blown away. I was like, okay, I knew he was alive. Cause I'd watched most of the the animated series and was like, pretty excited. Do you guys know if it was Ray Park or was it a different actor? It was definitely Ray Park. Okay, uh, it's it's Ray 
This is the guy from the cartoon. Yeah. Oh, is it? That's cool. Yeah, it sounded like the cartoon voice. It is Ray Park, the actor, but a different voice. Is that what I'm, I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, and I thought that was I thought it was awesome. I, I can't wait to see more of that. Um, you know, we'd always talked about like having a Sokotano like come up in new or films like eight nine eight seven eight nine, but that hasn't happened. Uh, we finally sort of got a little bit of that with Darth Maul coming back into the fray, and just you know, fuck man, I I'm down for a Han too, man, a Solo too. Like I wasn't I wasn't too excited, you know, about like a Solo movie. It's like okay, uh, that sure we're, now we're doing spinoffs. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 like I said, I enjoyed it. So I'm definitely down for part two now. You've, you, you know, you've turned, uh, you turned Han's, uh, first love of his life is now a villain. Uh, she's not like, you know, the damsel in distress. Like she's kind of, you know, she got separated and she's now, she has her own life. You know, she's got her own thing going, you know, and I thought that was really great. So that, that's me. Sweet. Stefan? Uh, man, that shit was dope. <laughs> when fucking Darth Maul, you're like, because I saw as soon as I heard the voice, I was like, oh, the voice sounds familiar. Who is this? What kind of character is this? This got to be. This is a huge reveal right now. There's something is about to happen. What the fuck, you know? And then and then I saw the metal boots, and for a split second, I was like, no way. And then and then same, he reveals he reveals that hood. He takes the hood back, and you're like, oh my god, what are they doing? And I'm like, for a movie that seemed to be <laughs> for a movie as much as I really truly do love it, a movie that seems to be like kind of obvious and a little bland at times throughout um it has this moment where you're just thought like, you loved it no i do i do love it but you know in terms of storytelling like all the <laughs> stuff we're talking about they do pretty obvious choices but it works um but this this hits you like a curveball man this comes straight out of nowhere and it's really cool um to see him i like how he did a little twirl you know to be like oh okay this is that guy with the the double-sided one you know, like, uh, so it was funny. I almost wish that scene was longer and he would have done some, like, twirl kicks and gone around the room and thrown the lightsaber <laughs> a little bit and then came back and been like, anyway, we're going to be working together really closely now, so I hope you liked what you just saw. And then, bah, 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 da, 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 you know, like, <laughs> but it was really good. Uh, <laughs> it was a really good review. I'll, I like how they're, they're, really serious about this continuity connecting throughout the cartoon series comic books like they're going through it with the fine tooth comb and I, I think that's maybe where this movie if anybody says may suffer from because it's got so much hectic uh, behind the scenes issues and stuff and whatever um, it seems as though it fits nicely in right in there and i think as the other movies come out we'll look back on this one and be like oh man like where would we be without solo um <laughs> what was i talking about <laughs> oh uh, oh the darth maul thing the darth maul thing um this one takes place between solo or, or this one that time of his time frame of his life takes place between solo and the end of rebels when uh, other events happen to darth maul so as mm -hmm. such, it doesn't mm -hmm. seem like we know exactly his involvement. It seems like he's in charge of the Crimson Dawn, but we don't know how he got there exactly, right? Um, or Rebels, they talk about um, him getting into crime, in the role of a crime lord. Yeah, they yeah, talk about it. Um, okay. There is a, like, I think there's a gap in Rebels and somewhere where no one really knows what Maul was up. Solo's Maul yeah. takes place. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. So, it's, it's, I mean, it definitely just opens the doors for like, oh my god, what the fuck, you know? So I think that's what they're intended to go yeah. for, and it was. I wonder if it was like kind of a last minute thing to just be like, you know, whether that's the case or not. One thing I'm sure of is I'm really fucking glad that they're bringing Darth Maul into the fold with these newer films and giving him his due. Mm-hmm. We're gonna for see sure. some fucking Darth right fan favorite man. We're gonna see some yeah, amazing Darth Maul shit and. If it's not a sequel to Solo, this aspect of the film, this is the end credit scene that isn't the end credit scene that's going to connect to the other movies, you know, like Darth Maul's coming whether it's a Solo sequel <coughs> or not. Say, Disney, you sly bastards. You sly motherfuckers, you landowed me. Putting putting my Darth Mauls in there? You played what? a hand. Come on. You know I wanted this and you hand. gave it to me. Uh Dude, I was so fucking psyched. I was like, it, when it was happening, I was like, no, no, you're not. And I was like, you just did it. Fucking you know, lost my shit. And it even shows the lightsaber he was using, which has a new design element on it. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was so more good. like the Rebels one. Um, uh, yeah, no, like I know. It's saber. like, yeah, I know. We're in that, oh. we're in that universe, man. And I just didn't. I just, you know, God, I just didn't think they were going to do it. I liked that, you know, why wouldn't they choose the guy who plays Flash in the TV show to be in Justice League? You know who did it first? Did it with an animated show. You got no excuses, DC. No excuses. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I thought it was great. I'm very – I hope Solo 2 continues the story. I mean, I'm ready for, you know, I guess Boba Fett's probably the next thing we'll get. Um, but – uh, I like I'm like Joey too. I was just like Solo's gonna be a one-off. That's sweet. I'll get a Han Solo movie. Wipe my hands of it. I'm done because I'm not like a huge so- Han Solo fan. I love the Jedi and the Sith shit more. But holy fuck, you dragged me back in Disney. You went, what if we put a Sith Lord in this? And I was like, you got me. You got me. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I thought showing Darth Maul was great. It was like it was icing on. Like I enjoyed that movie, and I was like, this is fun. But then when they showed that moment, I was like, holy fuck. They know what they're doing. They're thinking, like, you know, next they want more Solo films. And I knew that was going to happen. I was like, how much do I want to see of Han Solo? It's like, oh, yeah, add Darth Maul to that. Han, Darth Maul, Chewie, Kira. Damn. I'm ready for that movie. Yeah, Jabba. When's Solo 2 come out? I'm ready, Disney. (laughs) All right. So you all know what time it is. We wrap we we wrapping up this review. It's time for the oh. indeeds. Andrew, hit us. Ah, I'm gonna give it a solid <clears throat> seven point eight five indeeds. <laughs> all right, all right, Joey. <laughs> I'll give it an eight point five indeeds. Woo! Damn, that's what I'm talking about, Stefan. Uh, man, amidst all its flaws, I really fucking love this movie. I'm going to give it a 7.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
You get an 8.5 out of 10. <laughs> nice. I, that dude literally that scene made this movie for me because it makes me so excited what else could come it? in because I, I loved it i loved it i think you are dude the the 9999 like, right. just make it an eight dude just, just out of pure pressure just do it. you know go you want eight. to <laughs> a solid zero one two five <laughs> yeah solid eight we'll say a solid so, eight for for solo i love it i love Warwick Davies, man, that oh, whole Marauder bit, that was Willow, man. We got Ron Howard showed up for some of this, man, and I kudos to him. He, I think he saved this. Cl- Cliff film. Howard, oh was yeah, it? also yeah. Clint, 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 great. It's Clint, Clint. So, oh yeah, that's right. Such a good moment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, good. yeah, yeah. All of he's in all, all of his movies, man. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He is. Uh, so we're, we're telling you, Super Owls listeners, go watch Solo if you're ever on the fence about how. Good, it is. <laughs> Does anybody know the box office numbers? Um, it's all right, like so we got three million or something like that. It's it's pretty bad, man. And it's yeah. this since they reshot it, this was like the but, most expensive Star Wars movie ever. Oh no! <laughs> How much did you say? Thirty something. But that doesn't three something like that. It's in the Disney universe. Yeah. Ron Howard said it was a personal best for him because it's over a hundred million. But for <laughs> Star Wars, that's awesome. It's bad. So. Whatever, it's yeah. fine. It's, it's gonna be, they'll, they'll, it's gonna be, you know, flash the pen. It'll be good. It'll turn out to be uh, either it'll make the successive movies a little better from how they gauge the audience's uh, acceptance of it, and you know, and those events in turn will make this one even better as time goes along. I think well, I, I think I think it'll hang around a little this summer because I think the next yeah. big movie, like there's like, oh what, Jurassic World in the middle of June. You got Incredibles two, Ocean's eight. Like none of those. I think. Yeah. I think people want to see those, but none of those That's are like a, like Mission Impossible. Like you know what I mean. Nothing's like, you know, people are going to go see them, but Monumental. I think they can kind of be like Solo. I think, think Solo is going to have time to kind of kind of hang out and let yeah, people see true. it again or, or get word of mouth whether people, they want to see it yeah, or not. People will finally see it and they'll be like, shit, that was good. Like you know, we're pretty. Yeah, I think I, you're all we're, underestimating we're dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps, perhaps. And plus, I've heard er- early reviews is that Fallen Kingdom is pretty dope. Really? I hope so. I but fucking I, hope I, so. Yeah. All right, all right. But, um, all right, so we've just finished the review. I had some homework for the boys and myself. Uh, I wanted you guys to rate all the Star Wars films that to date. Andrew, you ready? Yeah, I am. Number Here one through however many we fucking got. I want to go point. worst to best. Know. Worst to best. Is that okay? Dog in my okay, heart. that's fine. I want to save le- best for last. So here we go. At the bottom of the list, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> that movie sucks some major shit. <laughs> uh, and then Phantom Menace after that. Little better. Not great. Uh, I thought Revenge of the Sith was the best of the prequels, so that one's next. Uh, and then The Last Jedi. Then Solo. <laughs> I feel like these lists are going to be very similar. <laughs> then Force Awakens, then Return of the Jedi, then Rogue One. I put Rogue One above Return of the Jedi. I fucking love Rogue One. And then Star Wars, and then, of course, Empire. At the very tip of the top of my list, of course. Sweet. Joey? Uh, I, uh, I did not get this homework assignment. I was asleep at that time. <laughs> or, or my dog ate my homework. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was out so, that uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was sick. Um, so I, I'll try and go off the top of my head real quick. 
Um, this is including obviously Rogue One and, and Solo. Yay! Yeah, all the Star yeah, Wars yeah. movies to date. Okay, all the Star Wars movies to date. Okay. Uh, oof. I'll start with the bottom. Um, I'll probably say, yeah, I'll probably go with Attack of the Clones, um, Phantom Menace, Revenge of the uh, Return, whatever it's called, the Sith movie, the third one. Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> uh, I got a little time. Revenge of Lucas. Yeah, Revenge of Lucas. Um, yeah, shits. I'll probably then go to, um, let's see. Uh, Return of the Jedi, um, oh. Last Jedi. Let's see, what do we got? What do we got? What do we got? Um, ooh. Uh, Force Awakens, Solo, Rogue One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, let's see, probably Solo, then then Star Wars, The New Hope, then uh, Force Awakens, then. Um, the 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 the, the uh, fuck Rogue One, then uh, Empire. The miss one. Uh, I think you got it. I think I got them. Like we like Force Awakens more than A New Hope. All right, uh, Stefan. <laughs> here's the thing. Let him talk. Yeah. Here's the thing. I didn't grow up with Star Wars. So this whole childhood business uh. doesn't doesn't work for me. So uh, like old, I thought I was bold. You know what I mean? Like I look, I enjoy them. This motherfucker watched Captain Kangaroo, son. <laughs> but like, I think I think just you know, mad balls up in this bitch. I definitely think between the I think they're probably a tie. Honestly, I mean they're they're so similar. Obviously, Star Wars. 40 years before or whatever. Um, but I think I enjoy if watching, and maybe I've seen Star Wars too many times, um, I, enjoy, I think I enjoy uh, Force Awakens more. All right. I just didn't feel like we needed to let that one go without uh, exploring yeah, no, it further. Not, again, like, you know, a lot of people are crying <laughs> about Solo and how, like, you know, their childhood or whatever has been, you know, taken away from them. And I just, I, I don't have that. I'm sorry, and I'm, I'm kind of glad I don't have that. I feel you. I feel you. Blasphemous things have just been said fair, on this podcast. Fair fair I feel you. That was, that was that hurt, but I appreciate it. I respect that. I don't. I'm sad now. <laughs> They're all you good know, movies, man. I it's just, not yeah. everything to every. This is all I have, really. No, this is all you. All you have. Yeah. All right. And w- and without further ado, Stefan, your list. Uh, my list, you know, I think I actually dislike The Phantom Menace more than Attack of the Clones, uh, mainly because Jar Jar is not in Attack of the Clones as much. We see more of the universe. There's a, It's the only movie where we've seen Jedi everywhere with fucking lightsabers. Well, not the only. I guess Revenge of the Sith you see a little bit. Um, and I think feel like uh it has its moments the battle scene yoda fighting i love that um force or phantom menace had you know qui-gon had some good moments but to me i think attack of the clones has a a meteor kind of war thing going on um okay and then so and then okay (laughs) what did i say more worse was phantom menace attack of the clones then revenge of the sith the prequels as they are um, Revenge of the Sith after watching or watching going back and watching it's not as bad but it's still pretty bad in my book I hate it too in a lot of ways 
Um, and then after the prequels, then I'd say, yeah, Solo. Uh, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Solo, I think. Um, everything we just talked about. And then The Force Awakens. And I think I like The Last Jedi more than The Force Awakens. Um, wow. I think, I, think, I think there's more to chew on. Um, if you give it more of a chance, I think they're they're really trying out a lot of stuff, but they're using the same paints and palettes that we've been u- they've been using for years. You know, there's still the same things going on. So I like I like that they pushed some of the buttons and pulled some of the knobs and stuff. Um, uh, but I love both them both. I think Force Awakens is great, but I think The Last Jedi just has I don't know it's some I just think it's better. Um, uh, and then Return of the Jedi. Then A New Hope, then Rogue One, fucking masterpiece, Rogue One. I don't care who directed it, who didn't direct it, how it went down. That thing is a fucking miracle. I love that movie. <laughs> and Empire Strikes Back is just the quintessential, to me, Star Wars film. There's a whole massive war going on. You get lightsabers, you get all this like drama. It's kind of, it's got, you know, it's the first... It seemed maybe like one of the earlier endings in films where like the villain kind of wins or the, the, the cliffhanger, you know, is a real kind of like, whoa, we may not get out of this kind of moment. And to me, that, you know, for my childhood, obviously, like that really set the stage for everything that I'm interested in in this realm of like fiction and science fiction and entertainment. That's my ranks. Cool. All right. Um, I'm going to do mine. Uh, at the very bottom, the worst. Uh, I'm going to go with Stefan. Uh, I've tried, I just bought the uh, uh, the prequel trilogy, and I've tried to watch Phantom Menace like three times now. <laughs> and it, Jar Jar is the worst, man. Yeah. It's so hard to sit there and listen to him. <laughs> so, Phantom Menace 1, Attack of the Clones. I agree with everything Stefan said. Dope ass Yoda fight. You get to see Jedi's doing cool Jedi shit. There is a lot of bullshit in that movie, but they suck. <laughs> Uh, number three, Revenge of the Sith, because it is the best of those three. I go, and then after that, I got The Last Jedi. Um, then I go Rogue One. Wow. Then I got Solo. Wow. And I feel like a lot of people are we're gonna do what Stefan just did. I just had a shit ton of fun at Solo. It hit a lot of all the right notes. And I listen. I like downer Star Wars films as much as the next person, but it's kind of <laughs> nice. To just have a good, fun movie about some scoundrels yeah. and some <laughs> some stuff. And that, that Darth Maul scene, man, so good. Of course, I picked the two I, most depressing ones. Yes, this is yeah. it. Um, <laughs> after Solo, I got The Force Awakens. It, I To me, that movie was awesome. I, just, I remember walking out of that and being like, how can anyone hate this? And then people hated it, and I was like, what the fuck's wrong with everyone? I <laughs> thought I knew them. Yeah, and then after Force Awakens, I got Return of the Jedi. I think I've told this story before about how you could order a pizza at pizza and get a VHS, and my dad got Return of the Jedi, so that's the only one I had for a really long time as a kid, so I was like, was that the greatest that's all I would life? watch. Uh, I mean, that's the first time I had seen it, so it was like my first introduction to Luke Skywalker, him being a Jedi. The taste of that pizza would stick with me forever. And this is It's why I love pizza to this day. Some people think it's Ninja Turtles. It's not. It's Return of the Jedi. At the wars, um, daddy, daddy. Go watch the wars, daddy. That's exactly how I sounded as a little baby Maddie. Uh, and then after that, and then after that, I got a new hope. And then number one, Empire Strikes Back. It, you know, there's one scene that does it. Luke, I am your father. Blew my mind as a little kid. I was like, what? 
Amazing. Amazing. But that's my list. All right, Superhouse Podcast listeners, that was episode 129 of the Superhouse Podcast listeners. Superhouse Podcast. (laughs) Um, We want to thank Shasta for contributing to the Patreon, as always. Thanks for keeping us alive. We do this for you. Um, And (laughs) catch us on social media. Come check out the post. Leave us comments. Give us, let us know how many Indeeds you give uh, solo. And... Um, have a good week. <laughs> Goodbye, all. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we <laughs> that we should be floating on. We are basically on all social media. Yeah, all social media, mainly Facebook and Twitter and Patreon. Check out the links in the description. We have uh, a lot of uh, cool goals uh, set up on our Patreon. Like if you donate a dollar, you'll be able to uh, give us a topic for us to talk about. And we'll talk about for maybe an hour or more. Who knows how long it'll take. And that's pretty tight. (laughs) That's the coolest thing. (laughs) Wait, we're on the internet? That's pretty good. (laughs) And we can make money. (laughs) What? (laughs) If you donate $1,000, you get full frontal nudes. We haven't set that up, but it's a possibility. If you give us a grant, who knows what will happen. Check us out. I'll do that. <laughs> I'll do that. You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. <laughs> but you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm a for $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>